Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dash Radio Show with your hosts, Don Wright DeBrant and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on facebook.com forward slash the Dash Radio. Thanks and enjoy the show. Okay, we are here. <laughs> we didn't come back. We're here. Sorry about that. <laughs> I was wrapped up in looking at websites. This is Peter Mingles. We are here with the Dash Radio. And I am here flying solo again without my co-host, Dawn Wright DeBronze. Dawn is in the middle of doing business and traveling, and she said, Peter, just one more day. So, Valerie, some people think that she's, like, really not around anymore, and I just keep kind of covering for her. But the reality is she is here. She'll be back maybe tomorrow, threatening to be back on tomorrow, but we can handle this one by ourselves. For those of you that are listening for the Dash Radio for the very first time, thanks for being here. I have a really special guest today that we're going to learn a lot of stuff from, I'm sure. We'll hear some interesting stories, see what it's like to have uh, uh, enough kids in the family that you can't count them on both hands, and the reality of what that meant, and then also being able to handle life's crisis management and ministry. So we're going to talk to our special guest Valerie Denise, and her domain name is ValerieDenise.com. So, Valerie, welcome for being here. Thanks for a million. I'm excited, Peter. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. All the way from Denver, Colorado, sending you our love and looking forward to this next hour. This is going to be good. Now, we, um, I know, well, I think I know from the stuff that I've read about you and the stuff that I've watched and all those other kinds of cool things (laughs) that you'll really like our theme. We call ourselves the Dash Radio. When we were looking for a theme, we were trying to make a difference. And I remember there was a part of my life where it was kind of uh, sad that I read a poem one time about the Dash. And the Dash was, you know, on your tombstone, you have your date of birth and the date you're done. And then the little Dash represents everything in between. And I figured, wow, that's kind of deep. That little dash represents everything, like you put everything in there. And then how many people are perhaps laying in that cemetery that might not have ever fulfilled their dash? So mm-hmm. we at the Dash Radio, we always want to do some things for development, self-development, financial development, spiritual development, all of those types of things. And when I was reading through your website, you've dealt with all of those things, but also the crisis, because there's also sometimes crises in those yes. dashes, too. Yes. So I couldn't think of a better person to have on this call. And on. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, really, well, and then because we're New Yorkers, too, so that always helps. <laughs> you know, that, I hate to say it. That always that helps. That helps. We, we speak the same language, Peter. We do, because we know what that means, you know, and the reality is is that I'm really pleased because, There are a lot of challenges out there today. I don't care what they say in the newspapers. I don't care what they say anywhere else. If you're alive and you're breathing and you're thinking, unless you're super rich, chances are there's issues out there. And I deal with them every day. And I know how tough it is out there for many people. And there's lots of people that are dealing with crisis all the time. So me and you could probably go for it relative to, you know, like, tell me about why you think that way or tell me why I think that way. But when you're talking about, you know, in the United States, they talk about millions of families on food stamps. Yeah. When yeah. 
right? I mean, just think about that. Is that the definition of crisis? Well, that's one of the definitions. You know, it's interesting that you were bringing that up. And first, let me just back up. The way you came up with the dash, which is the in-between, so fits my personal mantra. You know, my thing is, in all honesty, Peter, and I hope your listeners really can gravitate to these words, is we already know that there's an A to Z, but it's the in-between that matters. And that's where people are missing the value of that crisis. Trauma is an inevitable part of our human experience. No one, Peter, no one can avoid it. It comes in different flavors, different contexts, different times, different seasons. And the beauty of it is one of the things, and you can quote me on this, one of my other mantras would be crisis creates opportunity. And that's what I want to bring to the listeners today. That's right. We're going to talk about that. But why don't we find out a little bit more about you? Because you have a very interesting story, and I always connect when people tell me their story. Oh, my. So I said, like, we couldn't count. Like, I had a dentist that had 12 fingers. He was the <laughs> only one that I know who could have counted where you fit, you know, on both his hands. It's kind of freaky. Dentists dentist with putting stuff in your mouth, you got six fingers. Kind of freaky, if you know what I mean. Pretty but interesting. go ahead. Yeah. And listen, thanks for that. I am the youngest of 11 children. That's what you are alluding to. Yes. And uh, one, of the, one of the interesting things, I think they stopped that at, after a certain point. I think my mom and dad just said, okay, we have finalized it. This is it. But the beauty of that, the reason I make that a part of my story is because that's where everything began, not fitting in. And that's where all of the trauma began for me personally. But before we jump into that, you know, I find that large families, especially, Peter, have a wealth of uh, responsibility, not just financially, but there's a lot to teach people. So for me, growing up, my story is this. I didn't get all of the teaching that I needed, Um, and I was the unique one. I didn't fit in with the middle. I didn't fit in with the youngest, uh, the oldest. I didn't fit in anywhere. So as an example, the uh, being the youngest, the oldest is twenty. There's a twenty-five year difference. So that alone has its own story. But I learned to gravitate to honestly traumatic experiences because I didn't have proper training throughout my life. And one day, one day, you know, I had this epiphany. It was about changing from the inside out, and that's where my destiny began in business. My career, you know, starting in New York, um, is very expansive. It went 35 years through corporate America, Wall Street, and then into law. Then I discovered, you know, I had this calling on my life, pooling all of who I was as an individual, as a woman, as a mother, you know, as a daughter, as an auntie, as all these things into this becoming this great catalyst for change for people who are dealing with crises in their life, whether financially, emotional, spiritual, whatever it is. And it has really, really, you know, I guess exposed me, Peter, but it's also right. given me given me the opportunity to understand the value of connecting with people. So my story is very simple. I am the catalyst or the bridge to between that dash, that A to Z. I tell the truth. We talk about those things that are relevant to you. And if you're in a crisis that you can't move forward, I specialize in not only listening but giving you the instruction and to tell you there's going to be a yield sign coming up ahead if you don't follow this proper instruction. Again, in business, family matters, personal, interpersonal, whatever it is. So that's my story. You know, the the interesting thing about that is in some of the industry or some of the industries that we gravitate towards, many of them are home-based businesses. And, you know, you hear from the seminars and the rallies, 
all the rah-rah, you got to talk mm. about your why and all the positive stuff. And anytime you bring up anything like what happens in life, it's kind of like, no, 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 you know, we don't want to talk about that. That's not really our mission or our focus. I'm like, are you kidding me? You mm. deal with people. If you're dealing with people, you got to be dealing with the whole person. And when you're dealing with the whole person, if you're planning on living at all and doing things where you're touching the livelihoods of other people, if you can't manage issues like crises, then you're going to really be the victim of those types of things. So I'm glad that we have you here talking about this stuff. Thank I could you. Just, I could just playfully just imagine. you got 11 <laughs> kids. My brother was on the phone. My brother's my little brother. He would talk to you about how his bigger brother, like, tormented his little brother. I mean, like, major league teasing. And then all of that sort of stuff. I could imagine down on the bottom of the 11, you must uh-huh. be pretty good at self-defense. I mean, well, really, pretty like, good, for exactly. I think I've written the book on that, Peter. It's very interesting that you would, rent, you would bring that up. You know, my family, my siblings call me the mama of the family because mm-hmm. I put everybody in check. That's just the way it is. But I believe, Peter, that's because in spite of all that we experience as individuals, these are the things that groom us. You know, the best of us have the worst of challenges to talk about. Not about necessarily how, oh, you know, woe is me, but the fact that now I have the strength, courage, tenacity, understanding, and wisdom to move forward and to pull someone else along with me. We are our brother's keeper. That's right. That, that, and I heard that on one of the uh, on one of the videos I watched. All right, so, so your background was in, in many ways, and then actually you went to law school, I guess, right? To become a lawyer, you have to go to law school. And well, I didn't we- complete law school. My goal oh, okay. was to not be an attorney. But what I did do, Peter, was I was able to um, kind of get in the minds of a lot of attorneys there, yeah. you know, in the Midtown area. And with that, I decided, no, law school's not for me. Let's do something else. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> oh, for all those lawyers listening to me right now, because it's appropriate <laughs> timing, I really not so crazy about most of them. <laughs> <laughs> They're great people, however, you know, I, I, my career is primarily litigation, and okay. if you see some of the people that get off with things, you know, and you have, oh. you're reminded, no, it's about the law, not about how yeah. you feel, it's about the law, but it was a yeah. great, great experience. I miss it, but I don't miss it, you know what I mean? I hear that, you know, I hear that, and it's a really tough gig, to, it's a really tough way to make a living, um, mm. but back to, back to this crisis management, um, let's talk about the environment that we're in right now. I mean, sometimes, I don't know whoever said, like, we're, we're past the recession. When they said the recession was over in 2009, I'm like, well, what barometer are you looking at? You know, we deal with people in home-based businesses all the time, and lots of people need to make more money. So there's crisis as far as money. Lots of people are challenged with social networking. I don't know if this fact is right, but somebody told me that, like, a huge percentage of divorces are somehow you know, linked back to Facebook because you're putting people together, you know, and you have the crisis of personal relationships and how the Internet may foster those relationships they're not supposed to be having. You have technology things. I was going to ask you about, like, crisis management. How would you handle, like, what was his name? Anthony Weiner. You know, the guy who's sending pictures. <laughs> That's what yes, we call a crisis. Yes. You know the joke behind that, but we're not going to go there with that I, one. Okay. This is a family show. That's right. <laughs> okay. 
interesting, so. interesting. <laughs> You, you know, know but, but I, I, let me just say this, Peter. One of the things when I listen to a lot of people's stories and they're trying to build a business or they're trying to, you know, get some footing on what it is that they're they're dealing with personally so that they can move forward in business or move forward as business leaders or move forward as community leaders is I always go back to how were you raised? What was your value system like? Because in order for you to lead successfully, Peter, you've got to kind of take a, an introspective look at yourself daily. You know, one of my business colleagues who I admire so much, um, when he came on board, one of the things he made crystal clear to me is that we have to forget the business plan. Let's not focus on that. Let's focus on the interpersonal Valerie. And that's one of the things I deal with. I deal with business leaders from every spectrum. I just picked up a, a new client uh, uh, to do his public relations. And clearly the challenge was balancing him as a hometown hero here in the community with his business, with what he valued most. And it takes a lot of brainstorming. And I don't want people to give up on their dreams because they're dealing with an anger issue or they're dealing with time management issue or they're dealing with relationship issues. Don't give up. It's food for fodder. That's what I'm trying to say. Absolutely. Well, we're going we're gonna to introduce or we're going to start to get into some of the work that you do and how people can take a look at what you do in a second. I'm just going to spin some records over here. And uh, we're going to go through our first commercial break. We'll be right back. Thanks, Peter. With iWowee, you've got a comprehensive video communication suite that will deliver more power, more impact, and more features than any other option. The iWowee video suite offers all these powerful tools and more. Multi-purpose video email for individualized one-to-one messages. Powerful video conferencing for collaborating many-to-many. Fast, efficient broadcasting for elegant one-to-many communications. There's no complicated separate products no confusing monthly subscription plans, and no special hardware to buy. If you've got a webcam and internet access, you have all the tools you need to strengthen relationships, expand any business, touch lives, and change the world. You've been listening to The Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronx and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, Hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now, back to the show. Okay, we are back. Peter Mingles here with my special guest, ValerieDenise.com. So if you want to go to the website and check out some cool stuff, Valerie is spelled V-A-L-A-R-I-E, Denise, D-E-N-I-S-E.com. And if you go there, you'll see some things about Valerie, um, the ministry, the story, the need, the words, the services, and you get a great feeling about the person you're listening to right here. And Valerie, talk to us about like your business behind your business. I know everybody. we, we talked about people have crises, and I want to delve into some of those things, like how we might handle some things specifically. But sometimes you really do need do you, you do need the instruction book. You know, you need somebody to kind of steer you through the dangerous spots because sometimes you can't really be learning this stuff on the job, if you know what I mean. So <laughs> clearly, it's kind of dangerous, you know, to be learning from your own mistakes. You might as well learn from the the mistakes of others. So, what would you do maybe to help someone? And who are the type of people that usually help through the the crises that they might have? Well, it's evolved into this, Peter, and thank you for that. I, I, I'm, I'm, it's amazing how my life and my career, the second portion of my life, has evolved. Um, the types of people that I'm really, really focusing on or, or most drawn to 
are new business owners, entrepreneurs, authors especially. And I'll tell you why. I've discovered that, you know, whenever you have a story to tell, everybody doesn't want to hear your story, Peter. But I discovered that it's imperative that not only your business and story commingle, but it's got to be told. So the business behind the business for me is first finding out who you are and giving you a platform freely to express it, whether as an author, whether as um, you know uh, an entrepreneur in some other venture. Whatever it is, you and your story are one, and I want people to embrace that. And that's what I kind of bring to the table, and I think that's why a lot of people are so excited to come on board with me and I with them. I always thought that my life was the worst, but let me tell you something. Some of the greatest victims, if you want to use that expression, are the greatest storytellers and are the greatest powerhouses. And I want your audience to know, whatever you're doing or have done, don't be ashamed of it. Talk about it. Let's get other people out of that same situation so they can move forward. So I guess it's kind of, it's not always what happens, it's how you manage what happens that really makes a big thing. Exactly, you hit it right on the head. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. and I I looked at um, your website, and there's a a theme, if you will, of godliness and ministry. And I know for myself, as an amateur of studying successful people, I didn't do it like Napoleon Hill did when he wrote his book, because Andrew Carnegie didn't set me up, if you know what I mean. (laughs) How about that? (laughs) So I got a chance to kind of do it as an amateur. And one of the things that I've always learned about successful people, regardless of where they came from, is they always have a moral compass. And whether it's religion or core values or their grandma, you know, whatever it might be, uh, they always had core values. And 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 I know religious people many times they have those core values because they come from their religious teaching. And for me, I'm a little bit on the easy side. I'm not worried about chopping your head off if you don't believe in my God. You know what I mean? I don't have to do bombs or anything else like that. I kind of allow people to have their own religious persuasion and respect that because we work with so many cool people. But where does the ministry fit into a lot of the coaching that you put in place? Well, listen, you know, ministry for me is an academic term. It's not a religious Mm -hmm. term. You know, I come alongside uh, people to assist them and, again, to, you know, be the proverbial bridge from one section of their life to the next, connecting them. You know, ministry um, has this profound impact on people, and we were all called to minister, whether you help an elderly person across the street. You've ministered to them. You've come alongside them and helped them to cross that street. So I don't want people to be thrown by that word. I am not, in fact, um, a religious person, but very grounded with the the character building as well as the emotional stabilizing as well as the looking at life from a different vantage point. You know, perspective is everything. You know that, right, Peter? Perspective is everything. So my ministry, uh, for lack of a better term, is really about changing perspective. You know, it's not, and I'm also one of those folks, I'm not a proponent who says, oh, you know, when you hear someone's story, well, you know, someone's worse off than you. I get that. However, I allow people access to understand their experience for what it's worth. You know, what what one person experiences as defeat might be my reward. So for me, it's about the individuality. Your your ministry, your purpose in ministry, or my purpose in ministry is to just be the catalyst. It's not to judge. It's not to 
create a hostile environment, which is one of the things I strongly um, you know, make clear to people when we come to work on a, on a professional level or as a mentor or as a coach, more or less. Um, I bring that to the table that you are at peace here, but let's look at those things that qualify you in that crisis. And that's what I'm always digging for because each of us, Peter, let me just say it this way, each of us brings a uniqueness to the table, to the atmosphere, to the lives of others. If you have experienced something so traumatic and it's holding you back from being a great employee even, we need to look at that. Not throw it away, Peter. Never, ever throw away what it is you've experienced or what you understand to be truth because we get to analyze it and make it a value because somebody's going to value it in the long run. I remember the um, term that Napoleon Hill used when I was reading the book Think and Grow Rich he wrote a term, there's always the seed of an equivalent benefit. Ah. And in every crisis, he would say, every adversity, it was there, and your job is to find the seed of the equivalent benefit. And for, I'm sure you have tons of stories how people have taken the stuff that has happened, and even though it might have been horrible, been able to use that seed of the equivalent benefit. Um, as a result of being able to now turn it around. And it's not easy to do. And I'm sure mm-hmm. that you have done a lot of um, coaching and training and stuff like that to manage people through these things. And I'm sure it doesn't happen like overnight. It's not like you just flick a switch and you can change maybe some tough stuff that has been happening. So say, for instance, I came to you and I said, okay, I like your style. I like the way you you know, you're talking, you said something about, you know, you help a lot of authors. If I was an author and I was writing a book about whatever we were writing a book about, how would you help me? Well, first of all, uh, you know, that, that's, that's a pretty extensive um, process. You know, I do it in, in six different steps, and, and, and I literally lay it out that way because I do believe that a lot of what challenges us is the fact that we don't have a plan. So for me, uh-huh. and through my experiences, I need a plan. So when I sit in front of people or over the phone or I Skype them or however it's, we're going to initiate this relationship, you know, I want the person to just start from the beginning as best as they understand the beginning with how they got to this point. Then my thought process leans into where are you looking to take this? And as soon as I hear where a person wants to take what they've experienced, I can complement that discussion by saying, here are the people that need it most because I've done my due diligence. I've done my homework, whether it's, you know, as an example, one of my personal, personal favorites that I spend as much time as I possibly can with Peter is with the homeless population. You know, I've lived in major cities across the country, and currently, as you know, I'm in the Denver metro area here in Colorado, and I work with these people. Let me give you an example. Um, there's a musical artist that some people may be familiar with, an R&B artist called Kim. It's a gentleman, and he spells his name K-E-M. This gentleman was homeless. Homeless. He channeled all of his personal, interpersonal tragedies from homelessness and has become one of the most sought-after R&B artists in the industry. Those are the people whose stories I help to tell, whether in a book, whether in a media and public relations platform, and that's something we can get into later. But those are the types of people I have conversations with. Tell me your story. And these are the people who need it. Who knew that this man was such a lyricist, and he just completely pours himself. And check this out. His message, his music, his tragedy blends or co-joins or rather joins 
the man and female relationship. He puts the beauty back in relationships between the men and, men and women. Who would have thought? Who would have thought that all of this would have led to this? So there's value wow. in everything we experience. That's, a, that's one of my more recent examples. Okay, so so you kind of do your observation and you're looking for the nuggets or maybe the directions for where is this guy's passion or where is his talent yeah. and things along that line. And for him, he found it. And then there's always, everybody has a story. You know, like how did he become homeless? That's a story. And part of that story, I guess, is maybe decisions that he had made, maybe some circumstances he couldn't control. And I'd say that guy's story is probably more common than we could ever imagine. Agreed. I don't know how I don't know how it is in Denver, but over here in Florida, when the housing bubble burst, everything stopped. And when everything stopped, lots of people fell behind. And lots of people found themselves in this crisis that they were never in before. And I don't know where those people went as they foreclosed their homes, as the shops Eventually, you know, more stores were closed down, and you just say, wow, in that, st- in that strip mall, there's like no real stores open. Where did those people now find jobs? There's a whole almost generation that evaporated into wherever they went. They might not have ended up on the street, but there's personal tragedies out there like crazy that we just don't know about. So that gentleman had an extreme personal tragedy. What would you do for the crisis of maybe somebody losing a job or let's maybe do economic crises and stuff like that? How would you manage maybe that? Well, I look at my own personal experience. Um, Because of my unlearned behavior about honoring money, which is something that can put us in that place. Now, I'm not taking away from people who have, you know, been in that financial crisis where things just happen unexpectedly or there were a series of things that happened. But let's just take, for example, Peter, people who don't honor money, the purpose of money, and we and we throw these things away, or we, you know, haphazardly um, disregard their value, like finances. So you lose your job. But before you get to that place, one of the things that I really, really hit home as best as I can with people, because I work with people in the financial industry, um, to help people. First of all, to avoid that crisis, personal crisis crunch. And how do you do that? I teach people, along with other financial professionals, how to not be so dependent on money, but let the money pursue and be dependent on you. And there's a process to that. Don't get me wrong. Most of us go to college, Peter, and we never studied the art of finances the way it should be as investors or as people who uh, knew how to multiply our finances, and that's where we see this financial bubble today in this country. I'm sorry, that's in my opinion. I'm of that school of thought that that's where this is. Nobody was taught how to economically prepare, and it doesn't mean throwing it in a savings account. I mean, I have some of my elders are complaining that their their CDs aren't doing anything. Well, it's not supposed to. What else are you doing with that? You know, so that's one thing. But you know, to kind of, you know, zero in on what you've asked me, there are those who, um, again, who have had major, major medical conditions or a series of events. Community, Peter, is the answer. Community, okay. and that's what I'm helping to build, even here in Denver and Chicago. I'm going to be in Miami, L.A. We're doing some things in Philadelphia. Building community of healers. So when I work with someone, or whether I'm mentoring or coaching, whatever it is, I am giving you the platform, yes, to get your message out, but to also 
be the next catalyst to someone else because you have to go back to your community and you have to affect change with your family, your children, your you know community leaders, whatever it is. That's what this is all about. It's about community, and that's what we're hoping to rebuild and reinvigorate across this country. Well, and that's for sure. Across this country seems like the thing. I don't know if we've ever really been ever exposed to the environment that has been created for us today. It's a new thing for a lot of people. And you gasped, think, so that yeah. sounds like you were going to add to that. So go for it. Yeah, thank you, Peter. I think um, you're right. You've hit it on the head again. It's it's a matter of not being prepared, not being prepared. Nobody's having the discussions about things that are really important. You you'd mentioned that at the top of the hour. No one is taking the time to talk about those innate internal things that create problems or nuances that we don't expect. Now, there are some things that are out of our control. You know, my my chief development officer, one of the the key things that he brings to the table, he he always says before we have a meeting, he says, don't focus on the whirlwind, you know, because we have this great big responsibility. Don't focus on the whirlwind. Let's focus on the things we do have control over. And that gives each person such authority, Peter. Just because you're without a job does not mean that you're without opportunities you have opportunities because you're not the first person who's been without finances. That's true. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with uh, Valerie Denise. If you want to go to the website, make sure you go there while we're taking this commercial break. You go to V-A-L-A-R-I-E-D-E-N-I-S-E.com. So her name, ValerieDenise.com. Here we go. I'm going to push some buttons. Do you run a home-based business? Are you looking under every rock for your next superstar diamond in the rough? Are you looking for leads in all the wrong places? Look no more. If you're a seasoned entrepreneur, you know you need the right tools in place to run your online business effectively. If you're brand new at your business and you are looking for top-notch training that will take you and your sales team to the next level. For email marketing, autoresponders, lead management systems, and more, Network Leads is what you need to prospect, communicate, manage, and support your customers and sales organizations. Just go to www.networkleads.com forward slash the dash radio and register for your free lead management system today. You've been listening to the Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronce and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, Hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now, back to the show. Okay, Peter Mingles here without my co-host, Dawn Wright DeBronce. She is still around. She is still alive. We didn't really tie her in the closet and say, Dawn, you can't be on the radio show anymore. She'll be back, I think, tomorrow, but she's been kind of busy doing some things, so we allow her to do her own things, which gives me the advantage of holding the microphone a little bit longer, talking to really cool guests like the ones that we have right now, Valerie Denise. And Valerie, i got to share with you, I think your ability to manage the tough stuff is probably going to determine your future successes more so than you can ever manage the easy stuff. It's the tough stuff that really 
makes the difference most of the time. So we speak about crisis and managing those types of things and then working your way through them, whether a professional or maybe personal, and you were giving us some more tips of maybe how you might be able to help someone. So from the first tips, you'd say, you know, you'd crawl inside my head if I was the person calling you and you'd find out maybe where my passion was and where some of my underlying skills might be and you would be able to kind of guide me in the right direction and we'd say, okay, good, I'm feeling a little bit better, I can take that paper bag away, I'm not hyperventilating anymore, I feel like I'm in a good place, and then what would you do next with me? Well, we draw a map. We'd literally, you know, draw a map, a visual, a visual. And that map, Peter, literally outlines everything that's necessary to get to that desired target. I think the idea is that we get overwhelmed, Peter, when it comes to business, relationships, family, finances, balancing life, that we forget what the end result was supposed to be. So you need a roadmap. And what I do, and I love this part of what I do, is that I literally leverage your scenario, your situation, your crisis with others who've already laid out that trump card, Peter, those who've successfully been in that same pathway and can say, guess what, this works, and we customize it for you so that you can be that great home uh, business owner or, you know, that that next CEO or that get that next promotion at your job and begin to fall in love with things again. So it's the roadmap. That's the next step, what you like, what you don't like. What's the end result for you as the individual? And by working with you, I would imagine that you would be able to show me where the potholes were <laughs> on that roadmap, <laughs> you know? Yes, indeed. And kind of say, okay, well, this is where you want to take off your shoes, you know? There's going to be these types of things, and I'd rather have that than some just, you know, oh, you go from point A to point B and you just kind of live your dreams, you know? Fine. But you really never set me up for the stuff that I'm going to run across. Remember, we cover the dash. Remember that. That's we right. cover We're the dash. There. So that's what that's we it. do. And, and I'm the advocate. I advocate for you. And that's what I think so many people don't have. That's why so many people have given up on their dreams because I, I have to deal with these other issues and, and I just can't get to that thing right now. Oh, no. Oh, no. People are waiting on each other, Peter. Don't you know that? People were waiting uh-huh. for you guys, you and your team, to put the Dash radio show together that's so that right. they can have a place that they can draw to and draw from. So, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And there's something about your personality that sounds you'd put me in a stranglehold if I kind of got out of line, which is what I need sometimes, if you know what I mean. I need, I need I'm a, a true New Yorker. Of, I don't play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Come back here, Peter. <laughs> you're worth it. Let you, this yeah, is what I want to say. You and your listeners, you're worth it. That's what we've got to keep in front of, in our forefront of our minds. So it's a process, it sounds like. It's not something you just wake up tomorrow, it's going to be done the next day. You're kind of always working with that person in that process, yeah. anticipating maybe some things are going to pop up, which they probably do. Some of the stuff you think about, some of the stuff comes from left field you never thought about, but you're going to kind of work me through that as well. Exactly. Being blindsided, that's the only way I can say it. It happens. However, during the process, your strength is being built. Your your courage is being, you know, built. And you will have the opportunity to show it. Listen, the best of us are tested. Don't you test something, you know, before just giving it trust? You put a test to it. You want to make sure that it can withstand or withhold what it's going to contain. 
Now, as I'm looking at your site, I see words like um, like the truth. The, your middle name is accountability. Yeah. That's such a big thing. Um, you know, we talk about life coaches and stuff like that. Is sometimes we have on this on this call, but how much of accountability is really a determining factor? Like, can you even do it without that? Well, you know something? I, I'll be straight up with you. When I start out with anyone in whatever capacity, I literally I put the whole world on your shoulders. Oh, yeah, I do, because I need for you to get the brevity of the value that you bring to the universe. You are a core part of the universe, Peter. You, your listeners, me, everybody. We are core integral parts. So I put the weight of the world on you because maybe, just maybe, you've never had anyone to do that before now, to put you in a position that says, not only are you being held accountable, and you know, I think that word is used you know, a lot, but let me define it. Let me define it from Valerie Denise's perspective, if I may, to your listeners. Accountability is more than someone saying, okay, did you do this, did you do that? It's not a checklist for us. For me and my team and all those to whom I've, I've had the pleasure of working with and those to come, accountability is saying the value that you bring is such an integral piece that the universe cannot function properly, that it's got to find somebody else just like you. So why would you let someone else reap the benefit of your reward when you're the one that was called to do it? So you're really putting people on task to stay responsible for a lot of stuff, as if it really matters and really counts. Exactly. And that's where the coaching thing and sometimes that's where the stranglehold comes from because a lot of people never really get that from either an employer or from their outside world. They've never had that stuff before. So excellent stuff. Okay, so then what else? So I get started with you. We're working down this 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 map and this goal plan you're keeping me accountable i'm kind of on track and then do i forget about all the wonderful things you're teaching and kind of going back to my old ways of self-destruction or what happens next what's the follow-up you better not go backwards are you kidding me <laughs> you better not i have some team members you know that are part of the staff they will not let you go backwards the idea is to launch forward and here's why you know the curriculum for you know if i could use that term is literally Again, the roadmap to your success, but it's your own individualized success. It's customized to you. Who you are is who you are. Your DNA is your DNA. But remember this, Peter, and listen to this, listeners. Let this really sink in deep for you as the individual who's listening to this broadcast. It is about your lineage, your history, what you are going to leave here on the earth, and while you're here too. But what legacy are you going to leave? Are people going to look at your picture or hear your name and say, oh, my gosh, he or she really moved forward. They showed great character in spite of. They did innovative things that nobody even thought about, even just in this immediate community. Some people will go on and become national heroes. And, you know, a part of what I do is help people to get to that place. You know, I have these, these, this tripreneur role that I play here. Um, I am a, uh, one of those people who strongly wants to get people to where they should be, and it's a process. My, my philosophy, my school of thought, my training, my belief system says this. You're not here to do all these different things. You're only called to do one thing and to do that thing darn well, and that's my goal. What you do after that, I cannot say, but I will catapult you in a position where you will either go forward or you will just pass the baton right where you are. But I believe you will never go backwards. 
Right. You know, I haven't seen it lot, yet. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people that you look back and say, oh, that really worked, and then I stopped doing it. So yeah. what's the point, you know? I was really, really good at that, and then they said, well, why aren't you doing it? I don't know. And that was just a follow-up and follow-through that didn't keep them on track. Mm-hmm. So I hear your sense of um, defining what your definition of success might be. So success for some people might be defined by money. The success mm-hmm. might be defined by their social relationships. Success might be defined by um, maybe different things. Have you found that in the process of you helping them become more successful from their definition, a lot of people really didn't even know what success looked like for them. Like maybe they were chasing the wrong one. It was only defined by money, title. You know what people are saying is the success, Peter, who I've worked with and who I've had the pleasure of being in the company of, when when we go through this whole process, whatever length of time, whatever, however direction we're going in, This is how they define success. Now, hear this. It's just one simple word, Peter. It's called peace. They have peace. Peace. Peace? Uh huh. P as in Paul. E A C E. They have peace. And that for them is success because a lot of people are in turmoil. Trust me. I mean, from government officials to, to others I've run into, they are not at peace. And that, once they have that, I have a, a speaking topic called a, a piece of peace. And once they have that piece of peace, that success that we're talking about is so internal that money, not that we don't need it, that you know, status, although it's good, has nothing in in it that is more valuable than having peace. I think peace is the missing link to a lot of people's lives, Peter. If I hear you say that, if we were talking about, like, a gun and a target, most people are aiming in the wrong direction. They're like, going backwards. Yeah, they'll never even hit what will make them happy or their level of success because they're aiming in the wrong direction. Yeah. Which is They're aiming definition. outwardly. It's outwardly right. that people are being taught to aim for it. And we're saying, and, and, and countless other people, is, no, 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 it's not an outward thing. It's from the inside out. That's how this works. That's the original order of things. Let's kind of define things, because that really then puts the person in their own responsibility, because what's going on in their head is sometimes what's going to be the reflection of what happens on the outside. Mm. So how much of that do you work on besides skill, because you need skills, Mm -hmm. you need technical Mm -hmm. stuff. If you're going to be a plumber, you need to learn how to turn the wrench, or hopefully (laughs) that dentist with the six fingers is going to learn how to get his hand in somebody's mouth. But how much of it is skill, the know-how, and then how much of it really is inside their own head? I believe, um, and I've found this to be true, uh, I, I've learned it and, and proven it to be true, quite honestly, first with myself and then with others, that you know, I don't think scientifically I could mathematically or scientifically give you a number. It's 20% this, 30% that. And then again, that's kind of putting us in the proverbial box. And I don't want to do that with anyone, but I will say this. You know, when it comes to skill, intellect, uh, talent, and all of those barometers, it's a co-mingling and a co-mix per individual. Um, I do what I do best primarily because it was innate for me. I'd always been Valerie Denise from the moment I was conceived, created, and birthed. You were always who you were during that same process. But what degree of what makes you that, who you are, depends on you, Peter. It depends on me, Valerie. So it's not how much skill. 
skill is something that can be learned, yeah, and you can watch other people. We can we can learn how to become surgeons. Not something I'd want to do. I mean, you know, a mother of children, I don't want to go through those Band-Aid bleeding days again, but that's not something I have a skill set for. Why? Because my heart is not in it. That's the key. Where does your heart lead you into the things that are important to you? And I believe, unfortunately, that so many of us are sideswiped. You know, we, 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 I, I, I had a conversation with a gentleman today, a very, very high-ranking official here in Colorado, uh, the city of Denver specifically, and he clearly said to me, you know, I initially started out going to school, went to college to become a physicist, got the degree, did everything he needed to do, and then decided, oh, you know what, I don't want to do that. And I asked him, what was the core reason for the change? He said, because my heart was not in it. And that's what I'm trying to bring to light to people Where is your heart leading you? That's from the inside out. Let's stop doing things for the sake of doing them, Peter. Let's do them because we're called to do them, and we can help each other find what that calling is. Right. Well, we're going to, you know, I keep losing track of time. We're going to take our last commercial break, and then we're going to come back with some more good stuff. So hold on one second, Valerie. We're right there. Oh, and if those people want to take a look, make sure you go to ValerieDenise.com, V-A-L-A-R-I-E-D-E-N-I-S-E.com. So ValerieDenise.com. We'll be right back. Savage Smokes is a new site on the scene dedicated to the trending electronic cigarette industry. If you are looking into e-cigs as an alternative to tobacco and have been disappointed by the ones you picked up at the gas station or you kept your money in your pocket because you didn't know which one to buy, head to SavageSmokes.com for honest and up-to-date electronic cigarette reviews on most e-cigs you see on the shelves. You've been listening to The Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronce and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on facebook.com forward slash the dash radio. And now, back to the show. This is Peter Mingles. We are back with Valerie Denise at ValerieDenise.com. My co-host, Dawn Wright the Bronx, is not here today. I promise she's still around. She will be back maybe tomorrow, maybe next week. We're really not sure. She's doing some business and been very occupied in meetings and asked me if I could hold the microphone, which I gladfully do because I get a chance to listen to and learn from our great guest speaker, like tonight, Valerie Denise at ValerieDenise.com. So, Valerie, I know that the the services that you can provide could mean the difference between success and failure in some people's lives. So for those people that might be listening in and they want to say, you know what, I like the way she talks, I like her attitude, I like the idea that she's going to kind of guide me in the right direction, I'd love to be able to pay for her services, she's the right gal for me. How would they go about finding you? How would they go about buying some of your products and services? What do you have for us to buy? Well, first, before we buy anything, Peter, I'd love to hear from your listeners. You know, give me a call. That's the first thing to do because I don't want anyone, first of all, to come into my mix and we don't have a relationship first. But you can always call the office uh, here in Colorado, and that's toll-free, if I may, Peter, give sure, that number. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. Toll- 
toll free 1-800-448-3708 and one of the friendly folks here like my favorite chief of staff Sherry Conley will you know get you started and have a dialogue with you and then uh, pass you on to me and we'll take it from there but the website as you've mentioned um, and I appreciate that just just find me you can google Valerie Denise oh gosh I don't know if that's good or bad but you can find me pretty much anywhere if you're dealing with trauma crisis business those keywords will definitely, I found, uh, will find me. <laughs> people Perfect. find me. Give us your number one more time because some people might have been scrambling and I know they're probably asking. Well, I know how that goes. I've been in those situations where I had to use my eyeliner. But the number again, toll free, is 1-800-448-3708. Now, what I love from you is your sincerity, the integrity that you have, your willingness to help, and the even though you have a pleasant voice, I know there's still something behind me. If I started to get out of line, <laughs> you could keep me going. You know, you could keep me there. Now, you'd be nice about it. But Clearly. I'd be knowing. I'd be knowing that I should probably get in line. You so would not misinterpret me, that's for sure. No, I, yeah, there would be no cross signals. You'd be, it would be great. And And that's really what I think most people want and need and desire because, you know, it's so easy to get off track. They need to be held accountable. They need to learn what it's really like to live a life. And we talked about the dash, you know, and the concept that, hey, man, if you're going to be around for a while, if you're going to do anything that's great, there's nobody out there that ever did anything that was great that didn't have a whole bunch of stories about how the whole thing almost maybe fell apart several times. So, and it's the intestinal fortitude and the desire to kind of keep going. And it's especially in tougher times that I think you really got to step up your game. So if you're trying to figure this stuff out on your own, give up. Get the help and the assistance that you need because people, you know, like you, Valerie, could mean the difference between success and failure. So, And for a lot of us, we just don't have that out there in the real world. I agree. You know, two things here, Peter, and thank you so much for that segue. I love what you just said. You can't do it alone. No one can do anything alone. That's where there's, what, 7 billion of us? You know, there's right. some rough uh, rough counting there. I, I, You know, I don't know, but they say about 7 billion of us currently. You cannot do it alone. So that's the first precursor to understanding what's going on. And secondly, secondly, let me just add this, is, uh, you know, we have to walk, the talk, and believe you me, I've erred enough times to know exactly what I'm talking about and exactly what those road signs ahead are going to look like. And that's the beauty of having a relationship with me and what I bring to the table for folks. I know what's coming up ahead. Right, and what I would be gravitated towards working with you is you've lived the life. You tell stories as if, you know, like, okay, I made some mistakes. Maybe you made some mistakes yesterday. And I'd rather work with somebody that's in the game at this moment than somebody that was successful 30 years ago, and I'm going to read another one of his books, and he really hasn't had any challenges, you know, and there's enough authors out there that are just like those disconnected people. Well, I put out another one. Maybe if I sell another book, I'll have somebody else ghost write a book for me, and then I'll, Uh, you know, and I won't mention their names because they have enough money to sue me to oblivion. (laughs) (laughs) I got good lawyer friends. Don't worry about it. There you go, across the country. (laughs) But, you know, I'd rather work. You know, in the in the in the business that we're in, the network marketing and home based business thing, sometimes people say, Well, I've I was sponsored by a celebrity and mm-hmm. you know, and I'd say, Well that's really I guess kinda nice but unless he's making your checks, 
Um, wouldn't you rather be sponsored by somebody who's actually doing it now, working it now, working with people that are doing it now in today's environment? Like, what would you rather have? I'd rather have somebody roll up their sleeves with me and go to work. And that's the sense that I get uh, as far as the style that you have. Okay. You. So, you know, for some people that are listening in, they're having great times. You know, there's always, I always say, life is like a pizza. You kind of carve it up in slices, and some people might be doing well, and some people might be struggling. Let's mm-hmm. focus on the people that maybe are in that, you know, maybe I'm coasting up so far, not really, you know, because like you said a little bit earlier about like CDs and stuff like that, stock market's not really doing very well for them, you know, or maybe their investments aren't doing very well. And they're looking at this year and just saying, you know, 2010 was kind of flat. I survived. Like when survival mm-hmm. becomes success, then you know you're in trouble. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then 2011, 2012, holy cow, this is not becoming just survival. This is becoming a trend. I don't want this to be my new normal. Like, I don't want this to be my new normal. What words of advice or encouragement or direction would you give people that are in that position? Because we've been sold a little bit about the way it is right now. Too many people are just thinking that survival is success. Understood. You know, never settle. That's the first thing. Never, ever settle. The exception must never become the rule in your personal life in your finances, in your endeavors, in whatever it is, your spiritual commitments, the exception must never become the rule, folks. The bottom line is this. In every crisis, this country and other nations have experienced, not only do the strong survive, of which you are, listeners, you are the strong. You've made it this far on purpose. But just remember this. Not only did you survive that, you survived for the sole purpose. Now hear this to create something different. Crisis creates opportunity. Remember that. So what advice would you give somebody as far as taking the step forward or levels of encouragement? You know, if you, uh, a long time ago I said, you know, if you don't watch what you put in your head, you know, the thoughts around you and things like that, it's going to kind of creep up on you. Other stuff that's around you, so the news, the radio, the TVs, Mm -hmm. the stories that you hear. Um, those types of things kind of creep up on you. And one of my mentors said a little bit like carbon monoxide. He says you don't see it, you don't smell it, you don't taste it, but then all of a sudden you wake up dead. And I know that may not be the right example, but the reality is is that we're surrounded by status quo. We're surrounded by flatness. We're surrounded by a lot of stuff that's just happening. But with the global economy the way it is, with a lot of people being able to work from home with – new opportunities in areas that weren't around before, health, nutrition, people are getting older, health care, all of those types of things. There's whole industries that are being evolved, technology that are being evolved that if you're sleeping, you're just missing. So what would be some of the action steps that people should take? You know, I believe each of us has this nudging. I think all of your listeners has this nudging on their inner man. And so my first, you know, my first, suggestion to you, strong suggestion to the listeners, Peter, is stop creating a plan B. you got to stop it. you got to stop with the plan B, and I'll tell you why. Every time that you hit a bump in the road, you're going to look at plan B instead. You have to have faith and determination, and faith is an act. It's something that you do that shows that you believe in this thing. You have to commit daily microcosm size, if necessary, acts of faith that say, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to have the best, you know, home nutrition business. I'm going to have the best um, uh, uh, career services business, whatever it is. You have to make the commitment that there is no plan B for me. 
This is all or nothing. And once you take that attitude, the universe will respond. But you got to make that commitment to yourself. Be true to yourself. So you're landing on the beach and you're burning the boats. There's no... <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to know how to swim, but yeah, kind of push that's, them out the way. <laughs> that's it, conviction. That's it. No wiggle room, no excuses. Make your decision, make your decision right. I agree, I agree. When oh, no perfect. one's around, there's still you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. Okay, good. All right, so in reference, and we're coming up to the last couple of minutes, I know people can find you on the website, thevaleriedenise.com, and I give us your phone number one more time. You bet. That's toll-free, 1-800-448-3708. And let me just add, I'm all on Facebook and Twitter, and I'm constantly having a conversation. So join the conversation, ValerieDenise.com on Facebook and Twitter. Perfect. So they can go develop a relationship with you over there, and you don't need any more electronic pen pals. <laughs> you know the way I look at it. It's kind of <laughs> nice to have a relationship, but you need customers too. So for all of you guys that are out there, and I, I'm sure you do some public speaking, yeah. if you have a convention that's coming up, for all our listeners, you have a convention coming up, you have a big regional meeting, you have something where you need to kind of spice it up with a great person that's going to be able to give you some real, you know, she'll deliver the goods, make sure you look her up, make sure you make the phone call, book her calendar, because I can tell you, Valerie, if you were talking in front of a group of people, that group of people, they would increase their rank if there was a PIN number. They would be more focused and more oriented. More oriented. They would have better goals. They would actually be doing stuff. And for, for my selfish needs, they'd be making a difference in their and lots of other people's lives. The reason why we're doing it is because I think collectively, if everybody that can does their part, we can really strengthen the economy, strengthen the relationships, because not to be negative, but it sounds like I think as a country, a society, we need a little help. Our wheels are wobbling a little bit, if you know what I mean. Don't necessarily know if we're going in the right general direction, and I don't care because we can control that is the way I look at it. I'm not looking for anybody to fix my problems. I think we can do it on our own if left on our own devices, and I don't know if you agree with that statement or not, but I hope you do. I totally so, agree with it, and you are on point, Peter. So, yeah, it's not, you know, we have wonderful opportunities to be able to do some really cool things. Well, we're going to wrap up this show, and I'm going to say Valerie Denise at ValerieDenise.com. Thanks for being here. I know Dawn, if she were listening in, she'd be all over this conversation. So I am pleased that I got a chance to spend some time with you, and we'll push some business in your general direction. Okay, guys, on that note, thanks for listening in. Valerie, I'll give you the last couple of words of encouragement if you want to take them. My pleasure. Peter, thank you so very, very much. The Dash, you guys are more than a Dash. You fill up the hole for me. Listeners, you are loved. Give us a call. We'd be more than willing to work with you. You can do it, and we can do it together. Thanks, Peter. Thank you very much. Here we go. Thanks for listening to the show. At The Dash, we know that your time is precious, and your choosing to spend it with us means a lot. To get reminders for our live shows, Click follow on the top of any show. Also, subscribe to our blog for articles, inspirations, and great products and services for your ever-growing business at thedashradio.com. For upcoming mobile experience, text DASH to 37404. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thedashradio. Again, thanks for spending some of your Dash with us. We look forward to talking with you again soon.